Welcome to Hammer Down. Down. Special Wednesday edition of the number one sports gambling show coming out of the Pat McAfee Incorporated offices. Uh, we're doing a Wednesday show because we have a huge NFL slate tomorrow. I am your host, Tone Diggs. I will be joined by the aforementioned Pat McAfee himself. He will be back in in two minutes. Uh, Bubba Gampino, the stat man, Good the trend man, the nuke man. How you feeling? Great. Things are going to turn around today, my Goddamn friend. right they are. And on the uh, on the line via FaceTime, former NFL GM, host of the Lombardi line, the GM Shuffle Pod. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Daily Coach and writes for the Athletic. Michael Lombardi, how you doing today, Mike? I am great, guys. How we doing, huh? Well, Happy Thanksgiving to all. Hope we have hope we have a great, safe, and healthy uh, holiday. Well, that's very nice of you, but I'm pissed. Okay. Yeah. Um, nope. I, you know how how lucky how how lucky is Baltimore to have really good connections with the league office? Every <laughs> other game they've been storming along. This one they cancel. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because because you know I, I say that, but no one listens because I'm a Steelers fan. But I mean, I listen and I hear. Things that John Harbaugh said, then I see, then I see the league office maybe make some changes the next week. So I, I know that they have connections in there now. Tomlin was using this as after Thursday night they were going to be off until next Wednesday since their original bye week uh, didn't right. really happen. So they were going to use this as as a pseudo bye week, and, and now that's not happening again. So you know it's just not ideal for the team, Mike. No, I mean look, they you know, but. Nobody can cry. Look, nobody cries like the Ravens. Uh, you know, when we played them in New England in 2014, they're still crying about the past that they thought was illegal. You know, every you know, it's just nobody can cry as well as they can cry. Somebody heard their heard their tears. Are we talking about the Ravens? Ravens. No one cries like the Ravens do. Hey, we were told by. Hey, by the way, good to see you, Pizon. Happy Thanksgiving early here. Same to you. Um. We were told whenever we traveled out to Baltimore the first time we went out there and played there that there will be players or fans behind us that'll tell us to give the Super Bowl back to them because the team left Baltimore overnight in a Mayflower in a pretty dramatic fashion and there were still going to be Ravens fans pissed off even though almost 80% of the team was born after that happened. They're like, you're still going to hear about it from them. And we did, by the way. It was pretty fantastic, the grudge that they held and uh, that whole thing. But boy... Tomorrow got ruined, dude. Tomorrow ruined. got ruined, Paisan. Are we going to watch Home Alone, Wizard of Oz? Like, what are we going to watch? Like, seriously. The like, Queen's Gambit's I mean, done. That's just horrible. And they can't put a game in there, which makes it even worse. I sent a tweet out, Paisan, that said, America needed Steeler, Raven Steelers. Like, America needed. And, and I knew I was potentially going to get killed by the super medical people, you know, about yeah. how we need safety. And I, I agree. Okay, I'm talking strictly from a meathead thing. America needed Raven Steelers tomorrow night, Thanksgiving night, to close out that holiday for this 2020 year. And now we don't got it. By the way, after listening to Tom Palisaro explain why, makes a lot of sense because they don't even know if there's going to be more positive tests tomorrow. They have no clue who has it and who doesn't have it in Baltimore, but it still just sucks that it has happened here. Yeah. I mean, it is it is the right thing. I'm not arguing that. And, I, and, and I'm joking about the Ravens always seem to have a complaint. I'm not joking about that. You know, <laughs> but it is the right thing to do. I mean, you got to, the players, who knows? And, you know, I mean, it's we pay the price for it once again. I mean, what do we seriously it goes back to? We're gonna have to watch Godfather three, Godfather two, Godfather one. I mean, what are we gonna watch? The, the, I want to know more about Tony Meatballs tomorrow. <laughs> I, I think I'm doing Tony Meatballs and Joey Electric information. I think you try to get Joey uh, Tony Meatballs on the show. Why not? <laughs> probably, 
got on bail. He's not a guest of the government yet. You could probably get him. What do you think? All those guys were over 60, and then there was one guy who didn't have a nickname. It was 34, Mike. Yeah, but one guy, 81, I think it was 81, one 81-year-old one guy didn't have a nickname either. Like, how did he get through life without a nickname? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 34, I could see you haven't quite, you haven't established yourself in the group yet, you know. But, uh, you know, 81 with no nickname, that's a long, long time. <laughs> he's, a, he's the one who probably snitched because he was just pissed at not getting a nickname for all those years. <laughs> Um, I am hearing potentially from sources uh, that the Sealer game will be most likely at 1 p.m. on Sunday. It'll still be called by Michaels and Collinsworth. Oh, Get really? out, really? That's what I'm hearing. So how are they going to call? I assume maybe they go Tarico and someone else for the Sunday night game. The no, seriously, I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers, and I thought his commentary about the third quarter was uh, was so good. You know, it, it fits right into the the uh, middle eight narrative that I talk about all the time. But I would much rather watch. I would much rather watch Baltimore and uh, and Pittsburgh than have to suffer through MVP <laughs> Mitch and the Bears offense and watching that again. One thousand percent. It's agree. interesting because they can flex. Right, you can flex that game, right? Because it's Sunday now. In Sunday night football, we're at the part of season where Sunday night football is allowed to flex. Normally, it's earlier in the week, but there's circumstances here. They could flex that, but also Aaron Rodgers on prime time. I think everybody knows, like, hey, this is the most talented guy we've had. He's he's going to draw numbers because the Packers are the Packers. But still, I mean, eh. hey, don't worry, Mike. We got the Eagles on the Monday nighter. No, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, the city of Philadelphia, guys. You have no idea living in this town. I mean, they want to shoot Doug Peters. They want to shoot Carson. Everything's Carson Wentz, right? Carson Wentz is—it's all his fault. It, it, not, 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 nobody else. And once you take him out, everything will be fine. Michael, speaking of Monday night, um, did you have any thoughts of what Bruce was talking about uh, about Tom and anything from that game before we go to tomorrow's games? You know, I, I think Bruce is still working at CBS. He has a commentary on everything. Look, <laughs> I texted guys during the game. I said this, and this isn't as Art Modell used to tell me, kid, I'm not second guessing, I'm first guessing. I sent all three of you a text. When he did not run the ball to start the two-minute drive, he was going to give up points. Mm-hmm. I did. I sent you that text. Yep. And, of course, we never heard anything about that play. We never heard it. We were too busy talking about the technique and how to handle bunches and stacks and all that stuff. We were getting on defensive back play. So <laughs> we never heard that. And that drive, those three points came back to bite him right in the ass. But nobody's called him about that. You know, he throws a deep pass to Mike Evans, doesn't get completed, wasn't open, stops the clock throws an inbounds pass for one yard, but they don't need to call timeout because now it's always down to the third down play. If you start the clock there, you basically say to Sean McVay, Sean, you want to call timeout? If he calls timeout there now, now you know you got to run it again. Now you know you got to run it again because you want to take away his timeouts. But if he doesn't call timeout, you run, the, you continue to run, let that clock go down, have a controlled pass, and then set it up for the third down play so that when he gets the ball back and we have to punt, he's got 20 seconds left, he can't do anything. And then the throw at the end of the game, Mike. I mean, Brady had Evans and I think Godwin both in the flat for a first down. Yeah, I mean, look, he's thrown more. I mean, the, I mean this. we said this when he went there. I mean, he was going to throw – Bruce loves throwing interceptions. You know, I mean, that's that, – uh-huh. every quarterback – from Andrew Luck 
to Carson Palmer, their their quarterback percentage of interceptions have always gone up with Bruce. It's interesting, man, because his answers for stuff, if Belichick did any of it, the world would have lost its mind. You know what I mean? And now this is happening after the Tommy Foxborough comments in that <laughs> article. I mean, it's just a very interesting dynamic down there right now. I mean, I don't, I've never seen a coach blame his quarterback more, mm-hmm. any coach blame his quarterback more. Even Doug Peterson standing by Carson Wentz. Publicly. Back his quarterback like this. Yeah, What's wild. Mahomes going to do against that defense, Mike? You know, I think where we where I misevaluated the game was I, I still think Jared Goff's not worth thirty million. I think Sean McVay is worth thirty million. <laughs> I think that what Sean McVay did and he you know, he throws it fifty two times in the game, but he got rid of the ball so quick. One, two, three, threw it out of there, you know, and and I think what, what the Bulls will do is play a light box. They'll try to encourage him to run the ball like most people do. He'll play a, uh, play a little bit like the Raiders did, try to keep the ball in front of them, not let it get thrown over their head, and hope they can, you know, hold them in the 20s. I, I don't know what else he can do. I just don't I just don't I don't I don't see that happening. That line seems very light at three and a half. That means they know something. Yeah. One thousand percent. All right. Speaking of lines, let's go into tomorrow's games. The first game is the Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions. The De- Detroit Lions are plus three. Uh, let me check the money real quick here. The uh, 59% of the bets are on the Texans, and 80% of the money is on the Texans. Uh, the Lions just got shut out. Texans had a big win against the Patriots. Uh, I'll start with you, Michael. What do you think? Well, I think, first of all, we got to look at the injury report for Houston, for the, the, for the Lions because they weren't the same team. I, mean, I don't think Matthew Stafford was healthy in that game. I'm not saying they're a good team. You know, they're 3-3 three and three the last six games, but I, I think that they weren't healthy. They didn't have Galladay. Stafford wasn't healthy. Swift didn't play. If those guys are playing and healthy, you know, that you've got to take that in consideration, especially against a bad Houston defense, which, you know, played run defense really well last week, gave up a ton of yards, but they were able to shut down the Patriots from running the football. And, uh, you know, and you look at it, they, they've allowed 132 points to Houston in the last five games and only have created three turnovers. Houston doesn't create turnovers and they allow points. And MVP and and Deshaun Watson is having an MVP type season. Mm-hmm. He's averaging over 8.5 yards per attempt. He's only had one uh, 1.5 interceptions. I mean, percentage wise, I think he's been really good. The game doesn't set up good for Detroit because Houston's too fast on offense. Detroit's too slow on defense. The concern you have if you want to play this game is is what good can Houston do against the the Lions defensively because if they're if the lions aren't healthy they can play well so i think that's the concern is where is the lions health the other factor in this game is i think from talking to people around the league you know i think if if this would have been another week besides thanksgiving patricia might have lost his job on after this after the carolina game he may lose it after this game if they don't win I mean, I think that's how that's how tight it is. I'm not saying he's getting fired on Friday. I'm not set predicting that. I'm saying there's a lot of conversation about that. Yeah, I mean, that is a, well, obviously a worry for the Lions. Is is are they going to show up and play? Um, a worry for the Texans. I saw Cooks is out uh, potentially. I believe I Kenny saw that. Stills and as Kenny well. Stills is also out. Galladay is probably going to be out for um, the Lions. It seems like DeAndre Swift is going to be back. Who? He played very, very well the weekend before, and the uh, Houston Texans are number 32 in the league versus the rush. That is my only 
uh, reservation though for taking the Texans. Pat talked about it earlier, like JJ Watt's probably going to want to show up. Deshaun Watson's, Deshaun Watson's probably going to want to play on a primetime game. This might be the last one, you know. Will Fuller's looking for a contract after this season. Yeah, ev- everybody's sh- potentially looking to get shopped, and this is everybody's watching, you know. Yep, but look, they had a big lead on. You know, I mean, Detroit had a big lead on on Washington. They let people. Detroit is slow. They're two. They're the worst two minute defense in all of football. Okuda, the kid that they drafted, the yeah. third overall pick, he played only twenty four plays last week. Why? I don't know. I think the biggest indictment of Matt Patricia's coaching staff is when Adrian Peterson comes out and says, I don't know why you didn't bench me three weeks ago. That kid's way better than me. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. DeAndre Swift is very, very good. And, and um, Gumby, you have any news for this? Uh, 24 teams have been shut out in the last five seasons. The next game, they're 17-5-2 against the spread. Because huh. it's just because the public. I'm going with the Lions. I don't know why. A.J. Hawk took the Lions. I'm taking the Lions. Taking the Lions? A.J. Hawk is incredibly hot right now. I'd like to make an official pick. I'm taking the Lions. Matty Stafford, Thanksgiving. He didn't get a chance to have the Turkey Day game last year. This year, he's potentially wanting to get shopped, too, and let the world know what he's got. That offense is going to do much better. Let's assume that they get a win tomorrow against the Texans. You, you guys look at my board every week, and I've strayed away from it, but my numbers here, this should be a two-and-a-half point, less than two-and-a-half point line. If I'm, I'm not playing this game officially, but if I were going to play a team, it would be Detroit. Yes! Yes! Gompi, what do you think? Are you taking anything on this game? Since 2004, oh, here we go. on oh, Thanksgiving. Fuck, I agree. Favorites are 40-6 and six straight up and 33-13 no, and 13 against the spread. I'll lay the three with the Texans. Let's go. Oh, shit. Really? That's good. We all don't want to be on the same side, right? All right, so you're on Texas. Yeah. Okay. I'm staying away from this game. I can't fucking get it. Oh, so the Italians are out. Tony Meatballs and uh, Joey Electric are out. Okay. We, the table, we, we, the table got something going on. Right? Hey, I keep swinging. I ain't stopping. Yeah, he went 0-7 last week, but there's a chance this week you're going fucking 10-0, bub. Your soccer picks are hot. Your football picks are going to get hot. Just not throwing this game, hopefully. Uh, the next game is the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are minus two and a half. Uh... 55% of the tickets are on the Cowboys. 53% of the money is on the Cowboys. This line opened at Cowboys minus one. has gone up to two and a half. It was at three for a little bit, I think. Um, I am going to take this one. I'll just say it right now. I'm taking the under. Oh, Thanksgiving boy, under. Boy. Hey, it's a little tasty old treat. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Washington football offense, uh, not good. I mean, Mike's talked about it many, many times. And um, What's the over-under? 40, it is 40, 46 and a half. Oh. I'm going to take the under 46 and a half. I believe it was 20 to 3 the first time these two teams played each other. Redemption for uh, the Red Rifle. It is redemption. But I'm also going to take the uh, the Washington football team. Okay. All right, I'm going to go Toby. two picks for this game. You know, I think maybe a little letdown for the Cowboys. All right. All right. I, uh, I disagree completely. I'm I going, know you do. I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know about the over-under, but I got the Cowboys. I think Andy Dalton's about to get hot. Red Rocket's getting hot right now. Cowboys, especially rallying around the strength and conditioning coach who is at the hospital, I guess, mm-hmm. undergoing uh, more procedures and everything like that. I think Cowboys get the win here. Michael? You know, I mean, look, the Cowboys have run the last two weeks. They've run for 140 to 180 yards rushing. I think moving Zach Martin out the right tackle really helped them. 
they certainly have the the, the ability to uh, throw the football if they can get that offensive line. Washington has played really well the last three the last three weeks. The Cowboys have still given up way too many points in the last you know even though they've played well the last two weeks they've given up a ton of points. Just so we know, I mean, my numbers have Washington should be a four point favorite. Oh fuck! You know, so I'm going to go with Washington and lay the points. Is that an official pick from you, Michael? Uh, yeah, I'll make that one official. Hey, boy, hey, the Italians agreeing on everything. Tommy, what do you got? So, Cowboys played the Steelers tough, knocked off a Vikings team that was hot. I think the Bengals beat Washington if Burrow doesn't get hurt. Washington 3-8 and eight on Thanksgiving all time. Let's go. Cowboys have beat Washington 8-9 on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's go. And the home team in this matchup is 5-1 and one last six against wow. the spread. Let's. I'll lay the two and a half. Go. Let's go. That's what we're doing around here. That's what we're making picks. There's a lot of different picks here, boys. Let's mix it up. Let's I like win it. some games. Um, by the way, I, can't, I keep forgetting to talk about this, but you talked about them playing the Steelers. Um they were, I think they were the first team. They had a bye week, though. They were the first team to win the week after playing the Steelers, if I'm correct. I so, think. For, just so everybody knows here, um, the Steelers or a Cowboys game thing. And the Cowboys-Steelers game might be why I picked the Cowboys, by the way. Just, yeah, yeah. And then watching when they won. what happened last week. Yeah, what happened last week. Well, the Steelers won, but what happened last week with the Vikings? The Vikings were hot. They were very hot. Thielen had two incredible catches, touchdowns. Still, they lost, right? So, I – Made a super boost on FanDuel. Okay. It is currently available, I do believe, in all states. I love it. I got the Cowboys. I don't know if it's Cowboys money line. I think it's Cowboys money line with a Tony Pollard touchdown. And it's at uh, plus 560 or something like that. Mike's going to love the Tony Pollard touchdown. Tony Pollard touchdown, anytime score, and the Cowboys money line, I do believe, plus 560. But the super boost turning back around tomorrow, Thanksgiving. I'm I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful. And if you guys are as confident as Pat is, Tony Pollard just to score by himself without the Cowboys money line is plus 290. Yeah. And you can go back to 1984. Thanksgiving favorites have covered 64% of the time. (laughs) Ever heard about stats? That's what those are right there. All right. Before we get out of here, um, this is the last show of the week. We're going to tweet out all of our Sunday picks either on probably Saturday. Yeah, we'll do it Saturday. We'll do Saturday. Um, and those just count, right, towards the record? Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll put out a bunch of the footy we'll, picks yeah, we'll, again We'll do all a weekend. graphic. We'll make a graphic. At Hammer Down. At Hammer yeah. Down on Twitter and Instagram. That'll be the official announcement of what our bets are for the weekend. Correct. For the record. Uh, is there anything that anyone has seen, if they have yet, looking ahead? Uh, Michael, have you seen anything this weekend that you like already? You know, I, I think I'm going to be all over uh, Tampa Bay. Okay. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay. Should, I have Tampa Bay rated higher slightly in the power ranking than Kansas City. I think I'm going to be on that one. Uh, I changed the way I've done my thing. I've kind of got a variance in there. I had a math uh, a guy from London who's an economics guy <laughs> help me, very helpful. So I kind of played around with uh, not the numbers, but just understanding how to eliminate some games. Yeah. Uh, so I, love that. I think that's going to be one. I'm not saying that's official yet. I still need to see the injury report do all that. But I do think I, I think that one's going to entice me. I think the Miami Jet game, depending on who the quarterback is, will entice me. So uh, you what? know, and also, you know, I, I would be on the I would be on the uh, uh, the Bengals typically if, if Burrow were playing. But who you can't play that one at all. So I got to stay away from that one. And uh, Pittsburgh was one that I was really leaning towards because I thought they're playing way better than Baltimore, but we'll see how that all plays out. The stay-away games for me were where the lines matched 
my rankings were Las Vegas, Atlanta, were uh, T- Tennessee, Indy, and the Chargers, Buffalo. Let me give you a little piece of information that just came out about that Tennessee Indy game that might oh, yeah, pique yeah, your yeah. interest here. The Colts have placed D-tackled DeForest Buckner on the COVID-19 list. He might be unable to play Sunday against Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. That's there you big. go. That, 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 see, that's why I think it's you can't go – you gotta you got to weigh some of this in there. And I think, you know, that that's going to be a huge factor. Huge factor. I had that line should have been two. It came out at three and a half. So I lean towards Tennessee in that line. But – We'll see how it goes. That is a bummer. That's a bummer for the Colts. Bummer. I th- it's been a piece. What is the drink of choice for you gentlemen on Thanksgiving Day? Dig starts as soon as he wakes up. He's yeah, he's blacking out by noon. Yeah, gone. You know what? It's gonna be. It's a marathon. Well, actually, it's not a marathon anymore because I don't have to worry about being up at eight o'clock at night for a Steelers game. So probably just you know, I'll just probably steady, steady fashion of white claws all day. I am going to slaughter so much sativa vitamin tomorrow. <laughs> so much. I mean, it's just going to get absolutely. Michael, mashed potatoes or uh, stuffing is your side of choice? Stuffing. Thank you. God damn. Thank God. Thank you. God. You're on the right side of history. Yeah, you're on the right side of everything, it seems like. Jeez. What are you drinking tomorrow? Vodka? I am drinking, you know, Sinatra Love Jack Daniels. It was his favorite drink. And so the Jack Daniels Corporation made this special bottle of what's called Sinatra Select. It's Jack Daniels, but it's the top of the line. Jack Daniels called Sinatra Select, which is the drink of choice for me on any any great occasion. I will drink that. It's, exp- it's really good. If you like Jack Daniels, this is really, really different, and it's good. You, do, you drink it neat or on the rocks, or? I usually drink it with a little bit on the rock, a little maybe a little on the rocks, you know, a little ice. But my son got married. We drank about two bottles of it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll appreciate this. Aids. It was great. We my- we went to the we went to the uh, church and we got there a little early, so we set up. We had the Sinatra Select. We called for a pizza, and life was good. I love that. <laughs> and they got married. <laughs> You'll love this, Michael. My dad always uh, he always sends me out a bottle of Dago Red to enjoy for festivities. There you go. You got to have it. By the way, you guys are allowed to say that. I am allowed to say that. Yeah. Nah, I'm not. I'm only 0.09%. I just call it the uh, the uh, the Italian red. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. You know, I can't say the... Uh, there's a two-syllable word there, Gump, that we are not allowed to say. You know what I mean? There's also a one-syllable word where the guy actually has a name of that in college can't football. Have you seen the guy? He plays, I think, maybe for Illinois or uh, he's playing on TV. W-H-O-P is his name. Can't have it. And the announcer, the announcer was just saying like his name, obviously, because that's what it is. But being from an Italian town, listening to that announcer hammer home that kid's <laughs> first name, I'm like, oh my god, I I cannot believe this is happening right now. I, I didn't grow up. This town's not Italian, but there's a lot of Italians that came here. They're all from the same area in Italy. And there was there's one that is a one of the great writers of all time, Gay Talese, who grew up here. You know, and so they always my relative all kid about him because he could look like he was French. So there was always that conversation about during the war, were you an Italian or were you on the French? You know, and so that, that always permeated through the town. Ah, jeez, answer there, Michael. Hey, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. I bet, Mike. Have a good day. I appreciate it. Happy tea day. We'll be in touch. I'll be texting. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We will. As always, we're gonna put our. Uh, as we said, we're gonna put out make a graphic at uh, hammered down on Twitter and Instagram for our picks this weekend. And also, uh, we didn't do it last show. We or we we had to congratulate uh, 
Mitt McMahon. Oh, yeah, here we go. Survivor champ. Oh. Indianapolis Colts were the death of me. He gets a uh, pink earring, right? Yeah, I can't find it right now. It's, they're not taking mine. Hey, this no, is no, we're work. definitely not taking yours. I got a lot of people tweeting me that are Mitt's friends telling me, take my pink earring off and give it to Mitt. You better tell him to relax. That ain't going to fucking happen. That ain't the game, okay? There's two different pink earrings. That's plus or minus Survivor Pool that he won, which, by the way, fair and square. Fair, fair and square. Fair and square. Fair and square. Fair and square so we'll start that thing Congratulations, back up again. Congratulations, Mitt. You have a pinky ring now, pal. Congrats, Mitt. Thank you. You won't have it for long. Don't worry. Well, it, the Survivor one actually is like a month long. Yeah, yeah it is. So good for Mitt, dude. Good for you, Mitt. It's a good run. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough. We're thankful for you mm-hmm. and your, for listening and for spreading the word about this beautiful show um, and for sticking with us through these, for the through the great times. Which there was. And now there's some dark times. Which there is. But we can see the light. Damn right. We see the light. Still winning. And we'll give you those those light picks on Saturday. By the way, thank you to uh, for the boys out there. Thank you, the boys. Taker, too. Thank you, Taker. Thank you, Taker. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and thank you to Fandle. <laughs> And big thank you to Fandle. Thank you to Fandle. Big thank you to Fandle. And uh, we will see big. you. Uh, we'll see you on Monday. Hammer. Don. <laughs>